And that was the brilliant sound of the last Vinci there with Nemesis. What a class track. And I'm absolutely delighted to say I have Alex here from the last Vinci. How are you, Alex? Hi, Richie. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. That's so cool, man. What a great track. Thank you, man. I was lucky enough to see um, last Saturday night. uh, You opened a great, actually, lineup yourselves, Carosa, with the album launch and Elder Druid. So that was my first time seeing you live as an act, and it just blew me away. I'm super happy about wow. it. <laughs> as a, a three-piece, you're fucking class, man. Yeah, it's it's funny because actually, technically, we, we should be a four-pieces. But I mean, coming from the experience of Order of the Mass that was on my own, I mean, all of these gears and and the guys that I, I used to play with, actually, they, they I mean, they're actually in Italy, but... I mean, I have another band here, so actually we try to stay small and tight and yeah. having this fact, having, you know, a lot of amps behind me <laughs> with a lot of loop station and things I can cover, the missing of the second guitar. And then, I mean, everybody was complaining that was too loud all the time with my guitar. So in this case, I sorted out the issue of the second player. Oh, really? So- yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, like, just, it's a band, what I took away from watching you live is I would love to fucking play bass. In your fucking band. <laughs> Man, I just thought it was class. The bass lines right through all the songs were fucking class. Did you write those? or No, actually, was- I mean, the uh, I wrote the, I mean, the, the main parts of all the songs. and But yeah, The Last Vinci is, since the beginning, since my first album, was always a, a teamwork. Okay? okay. So, I mean, I had the pleasure to work with a, a small Italian band called, called Testa di Morto. It was at the time it was called Satellite. And um, and the, the three guys who wrote, you know, four on the six tracks of the EP that is going to be out now uh, are the, the main writer of, you know, I mean, the drum parts and the bass part. I was bringing the main structure of the song, but the arrangement is coming from these guys, okay? So, okay. And uh, in particular, the bass player, uh, uh, David so, Bones, is unbelievably good and he's a super <laughs> artist and is the guy. I went in the studio with him in February and... And I mean, we had some parts wrote four years ago after our first UK tour okay. in 2015. And and uh, he went in the studio and I say, look, I really like to have something, I don't know, that is actually moving around the guitar because I have a lot of guitar parts. And I, I mean, I just say that to him and he did all the rest. And I say, OK, it's fine. Oh. It sounds amazing. So it's yeah. great. But you can understand where I'm coming from because I, I did definitely pick that up. I just kept going, fucking hell. What a beautiful, there was some beautiful bass lines yeah, running right through all those songs. Yeah, real, yeah. And the lads that are playing with you at the moment is Brasco and Conal? Con- Conal, Conal Murphy. Yeah. Conal. Yeah. Okay, actually, so how'd you meet him? I mean, uh, Conal or Brasco, both of them, you know, yeah. is actually, I mean, with Brasco, we are friends since we were three years old. No way. Really? Yeah. And actually, it's funny because, I mean, life is so weird that, I mean, I left the country in 2011 to move in Ireland and... Uh, he moved last year with his family, and it actually was my first drummer when I was 14. Okay? Jeez, that's mad. And it was, I mean, it was actually my first drummer, and then in for my the band, the first band that I had with him, he moved to be a singer because he has an amazing voice. And and uh, and actually, um, I mean, we, we ended up in 2011 with this band called Non-Conventional Sound, and and um, without playing together anymore, but we were big friends, we're still in contact. And when, I mean... 
thanks God, the Italian economical <laughs> crisis bring all the friends of mine here. So I'm super happy about it. And uh, and it's funny because it went over last year when I was finishing the tour with Order of the Mass and we started to jam again. It was He wanted to come back on drums, okay? Okay. Then I have all these trucks and he started to play the, the, the I mean, the, the drums with me and we had this idea to come back to make stuff together. It was unreal. Conan Murphy instead is is the guitar player of another Cork band that actually is not playing very often now anymore. It's called Rich City Vultures. I was touring, I mean, I was having a lot of gigs with them with Order of the Mess. Okay. And in particular, uh, I went, I'm a very, very big friend with Connell for a very funny trip that we had from Cork to Bundoran. Oh, yeah, Bundoran. Because, la I mean, last year with Order of the Mess, we won the, uh, the battle of, I mean, it was the unsigned contest for... Uh, the C-Session Festival. Okay, and yeah. We played the main stage last year. In cool. The, the C-Session. And on that on that gig, I mean, um, we played many times in Bulldoran after winning that contest. And uh, we could have the chance to bring a super band with us. So, right. And we, really, we were in love with Rich City Vultures. They were class people, class musicians. And, and then, I mean, the, the one thing that always really made me impressed about what we were doing with music and that two of the guys were living in Dublin and other two were living in Cork. Right. They never practiced together. And they were going on stage without practicing and they were really rip off the stage and they say, oh, can it be possible? And they discovered later that it wasn't, they, they weren't practicing. So Jesus. they say, how can be but they are so yeah. good. Yeah. So, and as soon as actually I went out with the idea to come back with, uh, with Las Vinci to move, I mean, to record my new stuff and to come back on tour and, he was actually one of the first person that they think about, and okay. and is a physicist. Actually, ah. he study is a quantum physicist. Very good. And he's twenty two. Jesus. He's super wise. He's yeah. an amazing guitar tech. He's an amazing friend. An amazing musician. I never. I could have been so lucky like this. Yeah. I'm so happy about and it. And effortless on the bass. Like yeah, effortless. it's super cool. Um, so let's talk about. Um, well, we'll talk about um, the new EP, which is mad. But I just want to bring you back to uh the video of nemesis um so that's that's that came across my way i think it was two weeks ago and um it's a fucking great great video uh shot locally up the north side isn't it yeah is it was actually shot in in a douglas gymnastics school right and, uh, yeah i mean and what was the idea behind it the um, idea behind that that actually one of my kids my daughter maria okay she's a gymnast and right. uh, she started actually one year ago and and i i went for the um, the, the final year show of the of the gym yes and in december last year and i saw this amazing two guys making all the flips and this kind of thing. Oh my God, oh my God, this is an idea for a video. <laughs> and I was so impressed about, in particular, I was impressed about the kind of way that this school is uh, is having and the passion that they have to, and they're giving to the, all the athletes in the school. Right. And uh, my daughter is still so much engaged in what they're doing there. So I, I, I felt the connection with the passion with compared with the project that I'm doing. And yeah. On the other side, as soon as I, I went out for the show, I called Matteo Casalegna, that is actually my main director at the yeah, moment. Yeah, he's work. worked on a few of your stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, again, he's another he's, you know, big friend of mine, and he's the kind of person that is, when I'm coming out with very weird ideas, and I'm usually coming out with very weird ideas, he's the one that say, no, man, please. I mean, in terms <laughs> of production, props, and all the things, it's not possible. When I went out with that idea, he said, oh, look, I talk, talk with the, the director of the gym. Let's see yeah. what they say. Okay? And is Matteo based in Ireland? 
my, he's another friend and thanks to the economical crisis of my country <laughs> moved to Ireland he's actually living in Dundalk in Dundalk okay and uh, he used to come over here to make some videos also for Order of the Mass yeah. and yeah and uh, and actually uh, yeah we I mean we were still in Canada then he moved to Ireland as well so right. and I have everybody here so Jesus Christ we'll have a great football team in a few years <laughs> time man, really I mean everybody say that to me when are you gonna have a new football team they win something and, and uh, anyway so and uh, nothing I, I sent an email to the to the director of the gym and say look I really would like to involve Meg and Kian these two guys on the video yeah. Uh, talking about nemesis about this kind of fight that is actually talking about the lyric of the of the song and uh, i got a reply back something like 24 hours later say this is amazing yes we have to make it <laughs> they, for the guys it's gonna be great because these two guys are professional gymnasts and they're really training five six times per week yeah and they're 17 16 years old and they have the kind of discipline that we should all learn about. Yes. So yes. and it's unbelievable. Actually, I mean, I want to just add this because it's important. Meg, the, the girls of the video, just won the silver medal something like last week in the in the worldwide championship of gymnast. Really? Of his age, and there was a big celebration now at the wow. moment. And it's not something that's covered really on a local level, probably. But on a nationwide level, Jesus Christ, nah, there's no shout outs or nothing. No, no, I know. But in the environment of the gymnast, I mean, all of the kind of course of sport, I mean, and a lot of, everybody is talking about that. It's so good. I mean, they are still, I mean, they're not in the adult, no, section of the, of the, uh, of the gymnasts, but he's actually is, I mean, in in the junior one, still in junior one, they're already in the, it's an amazing achievement. It's super amazing achievement. And I was so proud. I mean, fucking hell. She's in my video. And she's in your video. <laughs> How long did it take the video to shoot? Two days. Two days. Two okay. lovely days. Uh, actually, yeah, it was actually two days. It was yeah. shooting outside and on the Saturday and the Sunday we made the, yeah. the, the play. The That's play. great, man. So then uh, we, b- we better go and talk about the new EP. Uh, and it's called The World in the Kenny, the Devil, the Vegans and all the millennials. All the millennials shit. <laughs> millennials shit. Yes, I did say that right. <laughs> it's right. Um, okay, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of the songs is 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 having the title of the EP. Okay. okay. It's mainly is related to is gonna run the meaning of we are complaining about everything. Okay. Yeah. But then I, I can think spo- that's 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 been our nature, Irish. Anyway. Exactly. No, it's the nature of the human being, man. Yeah, okay. I mean, you're nothing compared to Italians, man. Okay. Okay. Really. I mean, I, I'll believe you on that. No, trust me, <laughs> really. And uh, in terms of complaining, but but it's actually is a human being attitude, you know, to never be happy, you know, or maybe complain about something or having this kind of attitude to always point to someone else mm-hmm. in terms of finding a solution. And actually, in in the song that is having the title, that title actually, at the end of that, the word and the candy, the devil, the vegans, and all the media and the shit, they say, for fuck's sake, look in the mirror. Yeah. Actually, say we can we can stop to really talk about these kind of things, complaining about. Mm-hmm. I mean, the word and the candy. I put and the candy in the middle. I want to tell you the reason why. <laughs> on, yeah. the, I mean, and the candy. You know, is the ex prime minister. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, I had the chance to see him a couple of times, okay? Right. Everybody was complaining about the boy. I mean, I, I don't want to go inside the political thing, but 
is the thing that, you know, it was properly the main reason of complaining about how Ireland is so bad. I mean, when actually it's not only done on one person, you know, it's, yeah. it's a system and something mm. that is different. So I was just using himself as a, you know, as a representative of that kind of yeah. category, you know. And you're right, actually, because any anytime you see his name, you ref- like almost it's like um, a reflux, just like a, a gritting of a teeth when you see his name, <laughs> like, ugh. And is that whole title in the chorus of, of that song? You actually sing that whole section. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. That'd be interesting. Um, how many songs are on DP? There are six songs. Six. Six okay. songs, yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, actually, any more titles? Okay, yeah. I mean, the first track is called The One. Okay. And the second one is uh, actually uh, Nemesis. Then we have The Narrow Door. Yeah. And it's going to be the next single. Actually, it's going to introduce the EP. And it's right. coming out on the 24th of September okay. with another amazing video, man. I can't wait, I, man. I your can... fucking videos are... <laughs> you've me sold on your videos with Order of the Mess as well. I love them. You know? And uh, the next one is, of course, The Word and the Candy, the, the Devil, the Vegans, and all the millennial shit. Then we have uh, You Will Understand okay. and What We Are Today. Okay. And are they all... Um, are they different... Songs that are fast, slow tempos are, or is a nice no, mix? No. We have this. I mean, I can tell you, I mean, uh, there are some songs that are very, I mean, they're a mixture with quiet and rock. I mean, okay, I, I mean, I love Foo Fighters, I love yeah. Queen of Stone Age, Bob Mold, yeah. and all these kind of artists yeah. that I mean, I'm in love with. with and, uh, and actually, there are different kind of feelings. I mean, and I grew up listening to Metallica, so I have a lot of kind of that kind of heavy riffs yes. and this kind of things. And on the other side, I have very melodic. I have a lot of, I am I'm a romantic person. Come on, yeah, I'm Italian. Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> class. And, and that's it. So actually, okay. yeah, there's different kind of you know way of. I mean, there are some more rock stuff, more stoner stuff, yeah. and longer songs shorter songs I, I mean anyway is heavy rock yeah and with a with a really taste of melodic so and um you recorded it did you use one black sock studios again yeah cool. actually one black sock studio is carlo Faggio girardi actually yeah. my i can say it looks very funny to say but he's my my producer yes he's actually okay is the first one who believed in me when nobody was believing in me. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, he recorded my first demo when in 2010. And he's a, again another big friend of mine. And uh, yeah, I was actually a fan of his band when I was something like 13 years old. What was his band? It was called Enslow. Enslow. And uh, they were doing something like Korn. They were All right, super okay. class. He was, he's an amazing bass player. Right. And uh, I can tell you that in my bedroom, <laughs> I had one of his strings broken from one of his gig, like having, you know, like... You were like, fanboying. Exactly. Oh, my I God. Mean, <laughs> I was, it's funny because I have pictures with him right. after one of his gig when I was very small. Then we became friends. There was some connection. We were going in the same holiday place when we were a kid. And, All right. And uh, I work with him, so and uh, it's is is um, actually is a metal producer, right? And I'm one of the few rock production that he's doing. Okay. And, uh, but there's, you know, we we don't have to talk to each other. We know exactly what we want, and yeah. I'm super happy about the result of the EP. And wow. did he do? He he worked with you in the last. Um, was it the last album as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. actually the he, he recorded all sort of the mess yeah. album. So and yeah. he, but we, I mean, 
this this album it was recorded in uh, in Turin, my own town. Yeah. Okay. And uh, because DCP in a certain way wasn't supposed to come out, and uh, it was the idea of my wife that she's my real manager. Ah, and very good. We we went in Italy to introduce my last baby and right. uh, to my family and. Uh, I was struggling to find a studio here to let him come here to record something. Yeah. And she told me, look, my parents, I mean, my, my parents are living five minutes from the studio of, of Carlo. Why are you not going to record there? Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to stay with all my silly relatives so you can record to stay yes. away. And I go, oh, my, no, I love you. <laughs> this is the best idea ever. <laughs> so I spent that, I mean, 10 days that I wasn't supposed to record anything there. I mean, five days on ten, I was in the studio recording the. Wow. Okay. And great. it was logistically speaking, was the best solution ever. Yeah. Because, for example, with him, we recorded in the first album. I mean, Order of the Mess album in the Westland Studio in Dublin. Mm-hmm. It was not easy. It was very complicated. It was in a very fancy studio. But anyway, you know, more strict in terms of timeline, and uh, so I, I recorded there, and it sounds huge. I'm super happy. Yeah. Um, did you bring your guitar with you, obviously, then? You, you, you predicted I, that. I, I, no, no, I, I mean, I'm well organized to ship all my stuff. Yeah. I mean, I recorded with all the gears of, of my producer. I, didn't, I needed just to bring my guitars, my pedal board. And, so you had and all I, that. I mean, I, he had already most of the stuff that I'm using here already there. Yeah. So I don't have to bring anything. So a lot, a lot of bands also, um, the likes of Zero <laughs> from Limerick, and they kind of they send their stuff off to producers. Um, you know, um, in Canada and stuff. So they, they get their stuff sent back and it's kind of an email back and forth. So I presume that was a lot of the case near near the final editing, was it? It was mainly for uh, for the mixing. The mixing, I yeah, mean, okay. For the, all the recording part was done together. Yeah. I mean, I have my own little studio here in Cork where I do all the pre-production. So I do all the, the, the pre, all the pre-job that need to be done to, yeah. to complete the songs. And mm-hmm. then... I go to the studio with him, then all the mixing thing is happening, you know, through web, let's yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we go back and forth with him and yeah. that's it. And your first album, Happiness, is a question of choice. Um, you had, you you released an EP, see, this is where I'm just confused there. You released an EP of four or five songs, um, the last Vinci EP, Follow Your Order, Next, Killer, Wrong Day and Damned. But then a year later, then you released it as an album. Yeah, because what happened there? It's happened that is, I mean, that four songs were my first four songs. Okay, okay, they are super bad, man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, super bad English. I wasn't, I wasn't able to sing in English. Was wasn't good in terms of a lyricist. So it was not easy. But and uh, but then I wrote the rest of the album, and um, because when I wrote the four songs, after something like five months, I moved to Ireland. Oh right, okay. So. And uh, in the meantime, I wrote, I wrote the rest of the songs. So one year and a half later, I decided to complete that and use it that four trucks, including that four trucks for, with other seven trucks to make an album. Right. So, and um, yeah, it's mainly like that. So it's, they, uh, that four songs in the album, you can properly feel it that they're coming from a different kind of background. Okay. So, and uh, I'm still proud of that. Yeah. It was, you know, I always believe in that. I mean, writing music, is not is is talking about a period of time okay yeah. so and for me it was i mean important to write the songs it was a step to go where i am now so yeah yeah so you've, you've learned from your previous album um again you released three singles um follow your order uh the video again very good um and it, that was with tomic 
Chetsky. Uh, Chetsky, yeah. 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 Who's gone on to do a lot of uh, really good things since. Yeah, I mean, now at the moment, he, he was in Cork at the time, and yeah. now he moved in uh, in Galway, actually. Yeah, he's heavy, doing, heavy Man Films is yeah, right now. He's, yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff. He's, he's, I mean, the music video with him was pretty weird, because uh, I don't know how I got involved to make the video with him, right. because I, a friend of mine introduced me to Omic to say, I think he's an amazing director, but he's not doing music videos. I don't know if he's actually going to be yeah. happy to make it. I yeah. proposed my idea. I had I told him what was the idea behind that. And he said, yeah, let's make it. Let's yeah. do it. And it was brilliant. It w- that one was a super big production. Yeah. So Yeah, it looked like it as well. Um, because I came across him with a band called Baylor. Oh, yeah. So he did um, Call of the Unknown, I reckon, with Baylor. And uh, he just did the one video, I think, by them. So I was just intrigued when I was just doing a bit of research on your, on your video and, I, and the name popped up. I went, how do I know that name? And it was, <laughs> he, was did, he did stuff with Baylor. Um, so then you released as well, uh, Free From Yourself and No Place to Hide as well. Yeah. So um, what it does, and that's great that you, you, you actually have an affinity for releasing videos with the singles, you know. So I'm intrigued in relation to the next one that's coming up, you know? So <laughs> this is something that we never did before. <laughs> I tell you this. Okay. It was unreal, man. Okay. I cool. mean, I I don't want to spoil anything, yeah. but I can tell you that it's something super funny. Yeah. Cool. Um my favorite video of of your stuff is an order of the mess song, actually. It's uh Soy B. Okay. And that was directed by Nicola Martini. Yeah. That was class. How did that come about? Was that filmed in Ireland? Was it? Or? Well, it's actually filmed in. Oh my God! Now I forgot the name. Actually, it was the Holiday House of one of the very old Prime Minister of Ireland. I really? discovered it later. Okay. I mean, what, I, I think that is related to a company of tea in Ireland. I don't know. <laughs> Barry's tea or one of those. I don't know if something related with Barry's family. Right. Okay? okay. I mean, but I just found that house with the director when we were looking for the place yeah. and. Uh, I discovered then later that actually that house was the old holiday house of that oh, prime right, minister. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a super huge mansion. It's actually, I think it's in West Cork. Okay. Anyway, at, at the moment, I don't remember, man. I mean, yeah. but it was, uh, I think, yes, it was going going to Trali, something like right. this. And anyway, yeah, it, it was an unreal video as well. We yeah. should do that in one day. Really? One day. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't know. I just, I really like that video, and um, just the way that she, she's kind of in the bath, she's in the kitchen, and the band are playing there the whole time, and then the last bit where she just starts starts running to the yeah. lake, you know, that's really cool, really nice. Yes, so um, Nicola Martini is another amazing. How lady. did you come across her? <laughs> it's another. It's, don't say it's it's life of connection, man. Yes, it's, of course. Yeah, I I'm mean, firm believer of it. Is actually the brother of my. I mean, of the the drummer of my first band, Unconventional Sound. Oh right, okay. And uh, I knew him when actually he was something like ten years old. Okay. And uh, he grew up to be is a is a graphic designer, a director. He's an amazing brain. He's actually is the is the author of the artwork of my new EP. Ah, very and, good. And um, he actually was struggling for with Brasco. We were struggling for. <laughs> weeks to find a solution for the artwork i was coming out with a lot of metal emo things you know <laughs> the, the the mirror the pictures kind of thing and we wanted just to have something simple something yeah. that it was coming to the point and, and is that the artwork actually the yellow Mm-mm. okay with it's the headpiece of 
in the kidney. Okay. Yeah, is the word in the kidney. <laughs> uh, yeah, is very easy to put together. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was it's also for all the rest of the thing, all the marriage and this kind of thing. So it was, yeah. this was a good point. All right. Okay. So, um, are you going to have yellow T-shirts? Sweet. I man. mean, not. I mean, I'm gonna have some <laughs> limited limited edition online. Okay. And then we have uh, for the EP tour of the promotion of the tour that we're gonna do until the end of the year. We're gonna have one particular T-shirt only for right. the EP, specific for the EP. Okay. And then we we are gonna do some limited edition online. And, yeah. and the only the only yellow heavy metal T-shirt I've seen um, is a, by a band called DRI, um, their American hardcore band. And it's the, I think it's, uh, is it Trash Zone or Crossover, but it's yellow, you know? It's, I know, man, the thing out. that, I mean, you say heavy metal. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel myself have an heavy metal head. I mean, <laughs> I'm a, I mean, I can say I'm a romantic person with a heavy riff in the yeah. head. So, <laughs> like, when did you discover heavy metal then? I discovered heavy uh, metal. What age are you? I was 10 years old, nine years old, something like this. I mean, and uh, it was, it was thanks to Metallica. <laughs> Yes, it was then the Black Album. All oh, right, okay. and uh, in particular, it was a, a a huge crush for me because, in particularly the, the funny story is that I mean I was big time inside the classical music. I mean I'm the eighth of my family. The reason why I'm called the Last Vinci. And, okay, cool. And uh, actually, uh, all my brothers and sisters were playing <laughs> an instrument. Everybody was in the in the in the Italian. In the in Italian music, very pop music, and or or very classical stuff. My sister was playing in an orchestra, and and uh, I was studying piano. But I mean, I was bored. I was yeah. super bored. And yeah. until this classmate in the primary school gave me the Black Album, it was actually was a, a cassette with the Black Album. And was it a copy? It was a copy. Oh, was cool. that? And he did the, the artwork himself. Okay, very good. I will. I still have it somewhere. I'm still. <laughs> I have. You know, I can still feel the you know the kind of feeling that I had, touching that. You know, when actually you were you were you know drawing something with the markers. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. kind of feeling on the head that actually yeah. the the ink is going away, and we I also, still have that. We in always my used to trade cassettes, man, and, and you'd class. always have the fucking heavy metal writing, you know, it and the listing. Class. Yeah, it was brilliant. Class, it was yeah. so fun. And actually, in that cassette, there was the Black Album, right? plus something like four or five songs of, of Load Live, something like that. Okay. Was, it was the year of Bootleg. Load. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, okay. because actually, we were talking about 96, 97, something mm-hmm. like this. And, yeah. uh, and uh, but I mean, I remember, I remember the date, and uh, when I listen for the first time to that song, I say, oh, my God, this is the music that I want to do. Yeah, cool. And I switch straight away from piano to guitar. Really? Yeah. So and uh, actually, there's another funny story, because with this classmate, we were living in the same uh, building state in, uh, in Turin, and there were Metallica coming from the load tour. Oh, yeah. Of and course I wanted to go. It. My yeah. brother say, no, you don't have to go because there's the fire, there's the devil, this kind of thing. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, my God. And, and it was super funny because I really went inside that. And I think Metallica properly, they changed completely my way of, you know, the conception of music for me. Okay. And in the meantime, on parallel, all the, I mean, Pop music and you know melodic stuff was still with me. I'm still a big lover of that. I yeah. still love, I still love melodies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, and actually, yeah, it was it was super cool. So, can you remember what you kind of like? Who was your next band after Metallica? Can you remember? Oof, I mean, for sure Nirvana. 
Nirvana. Nirvana. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, thanks to Brasco, actually, yeah. because he was super addicted with Nirvana. Yeah. We spent a lot of time in his bedroom listening to Nirvana yeah. and thinking about how cool it was Kurt Cobain, ah, this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but I never went too much inside that. I mean, it yeah. w- but it was definitely the second band that was important for me. And um, then thinking about, I mean, there's another band, I mean, American band called Stained. Okay, I wouldn't know much of them, and, but I've uh, heard of them. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, yeah, there was kind of, it was Fault of the Radios. They were, they yeah. were playing a lot of that song. And, yeah. And like, um, Italy is unusual, kind of, in, insofar as that you'd wonder, is there much of a metal scene? But if, but there is, I'd say they're fanatics. You know, there's no middle ground, they're just fanatics. But That's is everything. it? <laughs> yeah. But like, what would you say, kind of, the breakdown? would be in it's it's more popular music and classical they listen to really over there is it i mean the situation in italy at the moment musically speaking is a bit weird because i mean talking about metal or this kind of things there's is a niche general yeah. music okay i mean we are completely surrounded by all the you know talent show and but in a very bad way i right, can say okay. <laughs> and because people is getting addicted is the tv the, the tv is still a big thing in my yeah. country okay okay and uh, i'm still not understanding why but it's still mm-hmm. like this then at the moment we are in a kind of songwriter moment okay everybody's a songwriter right. okay i have a lot of friends that coming from i mean for the kind of period the, the period of the 2000 that were playing with me in rock bands they became also writers okay okay not just the score chicks <laughs> i neither because actually it's like you know it's like the the dominant poet you know it's actually the oh, kind right, of okay. they need everybody needs to behave like they are all bob dylan but yeah. nobody knows where bob dylan is coming from yeah so yeah, actually yeah, yeah. this kind of things that i'm not understanding why it's like this but actually the moment is like this everybody's inside that right okay and um that's uh, mad yeah it's mad i'm so happy to live in ireland man. <laughs> and it's funny because um you were supposed to come tuesday um here but like kind of on the Monday, I kind of just looked at the date and I just saw, fucking hell, it's my 18th wedding and anniversary <laughs> on the Tuesday. And I went, oh, shit. And the irony of it is um, I actually got married in Rome. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Where in Rome? Um, Saint, was it the St. Patrick's Cathedral, I okay, think. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. But it was one. just a bizarre um, honeymoon because kind of during that honeymoon, um, I managed to fit in two soccer games. Uh, I went to see Vincenzo in in Venice, uh, Vincenzo versus Verona. Wow! So tough, and, and tough that was match. yeah, it was fucking mental. It was like saving Private Ryan because we followed the right police down to the pier, and the ferry came down, and all the Verona fans came off, and just the fans or the cops just battered them the whole way up to the stadium. Which Welcome be- to Italy, then. Yeah, and then uh, they had water cannons on them then for the rest of the game, you know. So I saw that um, while I was there. Um, the Venice Film Festival was on there while I was there wow. um, and then of course I saw then that Real Madrid were playing Roma this is not my honeymoon like, but I just went fuck it just see if I can get tickets for that as well <laughs> my poor wife so I got two tickets for that so we were sitting in the Liberty Bar in Rome and there was this guy watching the television and he just said to the barman uh, switch channels to news and it was the fucking Twin Towers went down wow yeah, so that was that time. And oh yeah, for the wedding as well, we ended up in an accident, an emergency. My mother-in-law fell. Um, she kind of was wearing high heels and she was taking, it's kind of like, you know that um, 
what's the thing and you've been framed it was one of those moments where she kept back and back to get in the picture okay. of us all at the table and never down. saw the fucking wall at behind her and disappeared out of sight so our wedding day um after the meal was spent around three hours in accident and emergency as well so it's just all these it was just all these things that happened um on the honeymoon <laughs> so i went into full panic mode when i saw 18 years married shit sorry i have to cancel you know to remind all the things oh my god <laughs> so you're here tonight and that's the main thing um what about um uh, what was i going to say to you your guitar um what equipment to use because you get a great sound out of it yeah, I'm a proud fan of Gibson, man. Right, yeah, okay. Gibson is is my life, I can say, really. And I'm a big fan of other guitars too, but Gibson was always my love. And I mean, I got, I mean, I tried many guitars, but when I found the Firebird Studio, right, and uh, I I found it fantastic the way how I can play it, and then it's very low tune. It, the, the kind of frequencies that it, you can create with that is is very low, right. When I bought that guitar was 2006. Is a is a guitar from 2004. How much did you buy it new or second? I hand? buy it new. Wow, for beauty, man. It was something like 889, something like this. I still remember that I was really chasing my mom to get the money because yeah. I was broke and yeah. and I say, look, I'm out. I'm gonna give you that back. Come on, I got. I, and I'll I make it back in record I, sales. I, I, <laughs> I, I paid her back very slowly, but I, I gave the money back to my mom. And, uh, but it was class. And at the time we had a lot of problem in the studio with no conventional sound in particular, because I mean, we were a six pieces band and I mean, there was a lot of instruments and my guitar was actually too low frequency. So it was right. too big. Okay. okay, and I say, why is it like this? I love it. Is mm-hmm. and then I, after years, I say, nah, I the reason. I I know the reason why I bought that guitar to make what I'm doing now. Yeah, so I'm super happy. Then I have the the Les Paul Studios. I'm I, and the Les Paul Studio that I'm using and for the the D drop tuning and, uh, and because the with the Firebird I'm using B and A drop tuning. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. With I'm, I'm using super f- crunchy. Exactly. So fifty four size. I mean the the, the 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 last string is a fifty four. Yeah. Super big. Yeah. And uh, to keep the the low the low tuning. Yeah. In the, the best way possible. And amps. Amps. I'm I'm ampeg addicted. So right. I have a S three Pro for the bass amp, and uh, and and um and actually ampeg for guitar that actually is not in production anymore. It's called a GTV fifty two. Okay. And um and uh, I use them combinated. So yeah. actually using them all together is the reason of my sound is so big. Yeah, it's and then class, man. I yeah. have I have um a fender, another fender is a small amp, but actually I'm trying to move to something a bit bigger. Mm. But actually I using the third amp now at the moment that is is a trio is giving more color in certain yeah. kind of parts so yeah. it's giving more kind of range of frequencies so. yeah you can see that in, and and hear it as well watching you live you know i just was wondering like how difficult is it to sing fucking change pedals and all that like while you're it was a big lesson i that i learned during order of the mess because yeah. being in a duo, a duo yeah. and uh and imagine i was coming from a six pieces mm. to a duo yeah. okay so Everybody can listen to your mistake. So if you're st- no, yeah, actually yeah. the first the first gigs that we had with Order of the Mess, 
were a disaster because really? I was yeah because I mean it's happened one I mean the first gig I will remember forever it was in the pavilion downstairs and um, at the time it was called the pavilion and uh, and actually we were supporting Opus Noise um, yes and uh, and I mean I actually just have an, an electrical issue and actually there was the silent uh. and it was unbelievably bad. Uh. Say, oh my God! What do I have to do? Then Massimo, my my the drummer of the Rodriguez, is 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 a machine, is yeah. an amazing drummer, and so he was keeping doing his stuff, was keeping really was was a monster and animal on drums, and and yeah, but from that gig, I say, now nah, I need to figure it out how to be more precise going through, and okay. it was a huge lesson for me. Yeah, that really these five years, four years with Order of Men's were super cool for me. Yeah, of course, because like you mean, you're standing out on your own. Um, also, shout out to New Valley Wolves who were really, really good at doing that old uh, duo yeah, stuff yeah, as well, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You, you've met them a few times. Yeah, yeah, you've we're big friends with big Buzz friends, and yeah. Johnny. Yeah, yeah. they're nice guys. I yeah. Mean, yeah it's so that was the first time I saw you actually as the Order of okay, Mess okay, um, cool. with Paranoid Beast promotions. Shout out to Mark there um, for that. And uh, so, like, have you just parked that at the moment with Order of the Mess? Yeah, it's actually it's it's happened something weird with uh, with Massimo, and it's happened that I mean, for some reason, we don't see each other for almost one year now. Okay, and uh, it wasn't my will, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I and really is Massimo still in Cork? He's still in Cork. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. I just actually recently got a text from him, and I just wish him to be in a good place. Yeah. And, uh, it was actually, I mean, I can say properly that really this EP that is coming out with The Last Vinci was something that he helped me a lot to go through. This kind of distance that I it's actually it not for my will was created. Yeah. So, and um, because actually we went through some mad years with Lord yes. of the Mass were amazing. The things mm. were going great. Yeah. And uh and actually mainly from a day to another, actually and I'm still trying to figure it out. I mean I barely know the reason why he doesn't want to see me anymore, but <laughs> it's actually it's happened something that I, yeah. I'm still I'm still here waiting for him yes. in a certain way. So yeah. and uh in it was suddenly from a day to another. Yeah. Okay. And uh and I'm very happy the fact that actually one year ago Brasco came over from Italy. Yeah. And there was kind of sort of switch, okay? Yeah. Because I mean Order of the Mess was born as a side project of the Las Vinci, okay? In particular because my my first band, I mean Tested him off the guys that recorded my first album, mm. they were touring their set with their own band in Italy. So we were we, we did something like forty gigs around Europe with for the first album okay yeah but it was in 10 session okay yeah. so we're doing something like we did mainly four sessions of 10 gigs each and um in different kind of situation but you know we were seeing each other for three weeks then don't see each other for three months yeah okay so it wasn't easy at all for me particularly as a musician you know it's actually being a musician you need to practice you need yeah, to yeah. play you need to keep yeah. you know the training on that and uh, so it's the reason why i was looking for other kind of solution and then i i went through massimo this drummer and it was unreal it was yeah. so good and i started to write with him in a completely different way and it was a good inspiration from a good inspiration for me working with yeah. him it was a crazy horse but he's <laughs> he's still a crazy horse yeah. but he's he's a, he's a guy is full of talents yeah and oh you can see it man you can see it live as well um like how do you separate the the songwriting from the last vinci to order of the mess 
like do songs overlap is it hard for you to kind of put one aside for either one i mean i mean i, I cannot answer properly to this question you know why yeah. because actually for me i i'm able to do both yeah okay but you know life is weird yeah. So it's happened that actually the thing has switched off between each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and I did actually, it's funny because one of the first gig that I did with Earth of the Mass was the final gig of the UK tour of the last venture of the first album. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's a circle, you know, it's yeah. actually, that is something that I'm, I realized properly that what I'm doing with the last venture at the moment, I'm very happy. I'm still writing a lot. Yeah. And uh, how I, do you find the time to write? I mean, you've got five kids, <laughs> you know, you keep down a full time job. It's, uh, yeah. it's a credit a gr- to you. I have a great wife. You have a great wife. Let's yeah. start from this point. Yes. OK. I, when I say that she's my manager, I, I really she is my manager. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I mean, with uh, the time to write, I mean, sometimes I'm writing. I mean, the toilet is the main place where <laughs> I'm writing music. I'm honest <laughs> with you. No, but not only that. I mean, sometimes certain songs are coming from nowhere. And I can tell you, it's happened to me sometimes to, you know, playing with my kids and a riff coming in my head. You, you start humming it or something. And yeah. I and I say, kids, give me two seconds. I take the phone. Yeah. I record that stuff. And then I... Thanks God I have the facilities in, in Cork in my own studio. And they even go straight away and record some stuff and propose it to, you know, yeah. to to someone. I mean, at the moment with uh with in particular with Brasco at the moment is class because we used we really we worked together in no conventional sounds for ten years or more. So mm-hmm. and we have huge connection between each other. So we don't have to talk too much. Yeah. We play yeah, and yeah. stuff are coming out. So Connell is unreal because I can tell you that I mean, I can spoil it that we are writing a lot of new songs, man. I yeah. mean, this EP is an introduction of something, and this okay. one happened in 2020, but yes. don't tell to anybody. Okay, and you actually, can come. You can come on a, as a three piece onto the show. And yeah, why not? It's yes. gonna be class. Yeah. And and, um, <laughs> and the thing that really is Connell is picking the things up in a, in something like two seconds. I didn't have the time to finish. To say, oh, look, I'm doing a B or a, a. He already knows what to do. Yes. And I say, okay, physicist. I'm sorry. I'm, it's actually, <laughs> actually, because he's a real. He's he's a really. He's a real musician. So and yeah, and uh, yeah, I find the time to write it, man. I don't know how, but I'm finding yeah. it's a need for me. Yeah. Um. But like, kind of. Okay. So it is a hectic life you have. Um. Do you get a chance to listen to other people's music? Absolutely. Right. Where do you listen to it? On the car? At on the work. to work? At work. At work, yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm able to listen to something like six, seven albums per day. Yeah. Because I have a lot of weird colleagues in my team. So I took the headphones and say, shut up. I'm going to yeah. listen to music. It's my, it's really, it's my safe place. Yeah. Um, I keep working and I'm listening to stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I bu- I'm still one of the guys buying albums. Okay, yeah. You're like me, yeah. It's yeah, and uh, I, I have this kind of, I mean, I, I have subscription to all the streaming services because I think that now at the moment is one of the way to support music, even if it's a weirder way. But yeah. I then buying CDs, buy merch, this kind of things. Yeah, I'm inside. I'm still the one that I want to listen on a CD in a car. Yeah, that's 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 very important for me um, because I don't I don't think going into work. Which is again, that's the only time I really listen to them. Um, I, I find Spotify's the, the sound quality in my car while I'm listening to songs is just lost, you know. So like I know a lot of lads kind of were happy to download Crows' new album. I had to get a physical CD copy of it and the benefits of it. 
you know, playing it live on the CD. I, I was actually saying to the lads there, I was stuck in traffic the other day and I was just waiting for the the, the saxophone solo to kick in for uh, Skaldine. And I was just staring at the sunglasses and I was just going, oh, this is fucking beautiful. And I like nearly playing the phantom saxophone. like, And there was just people on the other side going past. I just realized they were just staring in and in because the windows were down. It was just fucking blasting, you know, and that's and that's the CD quality, you know, yeah, it's yeah, way yeah. Different. It's make the difference. And also with, with this kind of streaming services, there's no way if you don't have a proper 5G connection, yeah, there you're you going to go. lose. You're going to lose all the kind of, you know, little details that yeah. actually we love to hear yeah. and listen to the album. So what do you listen to at the moment? then? At the moment, I mean, I'm a lot of instead of black picks. I don't know if you know them. It's right. a band from Brighton that is doing great things at the moment. Okay. And I'm a big fan of Billie Eilish. Of who? Of Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish? Never yeah. heard of him. What do you want from me? Nah, it's not fighting even singing. <laughs> no, dear. He's actually, is, she was one of the line of the electric picnic. Okay, yeah. cool. She's 16 years old. Oh, She's fucking unreal. Man. All right, okay. She's unreal. I mean, and uh, of course, I'd... Um, Every now and then, Metallica is always coming in the right yeah. place. You know, when you actually you're in a good mood and actually in a bad mood, and you w- want to listen to something safe, yeah. and Metallica is always the right yeah, place yeah, to go. Yeah. And Corn, uh, yeah. a lot of Corn. Well, um, Slipknot as well. Our last uh, album of Slipknot. Yeah, we, I, I really love it. And, and, w- and what's your Tool as well? You know, have you listened to the Tool album now? The Tool, yeah, I yeah. listened. I was talking about this with someone else i mean i'm a big fan of tool for mm. some of their songs yeah but sometimes i mean i was trying to say come on they're the tool they're doing great things yeah but i i wasn't too much inside this one i yeah. tried i listened two times yeah and then uh yeah i i, I put, put it, it apart. aside yeah Mm-mm. yeah um and kind of hero wise then i suppose you'd be even looking at you on stage you kind of remind me of uh, a bit of dave grohl you know, Profile meet, meet with Jack Black. <laughs> I'm Jack Roll. So. Jack Roll. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Dave is this is my is my is my dad. But nobody knows that. He's my dad. And actually, one day I'm gonna meet him. And say, look, I'm your son. But you don't know that. No, he's gonna do the same to you. Yeah, I mean, actually, I got blown away going to see live Dan Crooked Vultures. All oh, right. Do you okay. know the yeah, Crooked yeah, Vultures? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I went in Paris to see them. Oh, Paris is a great spot to see. In, uh, in the Zenith. And uh, it was some Dave Grohl on drums. Oh, is something like 50,000 better than, more better than actually than that he's on the guitar. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. Unreal. I still have the kick sound coming in my brain. Yeah. And his, his drum kit, everything that he's doing on drums is something that is another level. I mean, Foo Fighters were a, a huge part of my life. Mm. And uh, talking about the favorite bands after Metallica, the yeah. things, Foo Fighters are right a bit later. I mean, I went to see them the first time during the In Your Honor album, where it's the best of you. And, yeah. and they were still a four-pieces band. The goal was still in a very good shape. Yeah. And I say, no way. Unbelievable. I saw them other four times then later. Yeah. Jesus, ones. okay. I've, n- I've actually never seen them live. No, it's <laughs> one is a, is a music experience. It's one yeah. still on the band, rock band that are playing with no breaks for almost two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, he's so. kind of got um, a whole cult thing going around the fact that they're just, they're animals. Like, they animals. Just they really up. enjoy what they're doing. Yeah. Mm. And 
This is the thing. And it looks like he is having fun doing it, you know? Yeah, so I mean, now we have, I mean, he has three kids as well, and the daughter is singing in the band. What? Is it, oh, God. Yeah, the, the biggest daughter is singing, is the, is the vocalist there. I shake my head at that. You know, Max Cavalier right now with Soulfly and fucking, you know, all all this, the kids are involved now and the whole lot. Now, that said, the the son is, is a just fantastic drummer, you know, but, you know, Jesus, where does it stop? Like, <laughs> I know, I know, it's true, it's true. Um, so you've got um, a lot of tour dates to announce as well. So the next one, yeah, the next one is Galway. Okay, actually, we started touring Galway in the Roger and upstairs, upstairs with two class bands, uh, Bannard Mare and Word with My Money. And um, in yeah, it's going to be the 13th of September. Then the day after, we are Wheeland upstairs. Right. Um, in Dublin. Yeah. yeah, it's a great venue. Yeah, it's I love playing Wheeland. Yeah. It's, it's a class place. And uh, then after that, we have the twentieth. We're playing in Dive Records in Waterford with the uh, with uh, my lovely by Curious and um, and Broken from Waterford. And thanks to Viking oh, Promotion. Cool. Okay, I'm trying. To, uh, well, Broken will be on the show. Um, really? Yes. Yes. I made contact. They are so, super cool. Yeah, well, I saw them in y'all um, a few weeks back. Um, they were supporting the Magnapina, I think. Uh, they were great. Great three piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool. And, and by uh, curious, um, are you managing them now? Is there a rumor uh, no, going around? No, sorry, <laughs> you say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm their manager. Yeah, ah, yeah. Okay. It's another thing that I'm doing on top of all the rest of the things. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> Maybe you should have been a juggler in a circus, <laughs> man. Keeping all those plates up. Nah, no, no, no. It's, it's incredible. I, I love to do that for twenty four seven. This is right. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you you're gonna combine with by curious on a tour, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we are doing a lot of gigs together, and um, I'm super happy because actually Tyron Gav uh, they gave me the opportunity to play. I mean, it was the first gig. It was the lunch gig of their last single. It was right. in the in the Worsman Club. It was a gig with MCD and and uh, I mean they were very generally kind to me to yeah. let me play because I was coming out from a very bad place. So okay. and they how long ago was this? Was in March, right? Of this year, yeah. Okay, and uh, it was my club and it was super good gig and I'm still having it in my heart. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, of course. I mean, I. And talking about the logistic of a person that is working, playing, managing, all this kind of thing. Yeah. I just realized that, uh, I'm very free to say that, that I was almost finishing my holidays <laughs> in terms <laughs> of works. And and I say, okay, if I'm going on tour in the UK tour, because actually my couriers have almost 30 gigs until the end of the year. And between Ireland, France, UK and Italy. And uh, I say, if I want to give them a help to go somewhere yeah. in a certain way, I need to combine the two things. Okay. And as soon as I say to the guys, and I was actually surprised by the feedback of the promoters, because I mean the the guys uh, they're playing um, you know post rock, I mean is instrumental rock, right? And their genre in UK in particular is is, an, is a niche genre, but they they have a huge follow up, okay? So and okay, I'm playing something that can match in a certain way, but is 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 a bit distant. It's not instrumental, and, right? And they were super happy. I mean, yeah. the math rock people, they have something special. I don't know what's happening. They're super, or brilliant, super warm, welcome people. I, I'm, I'm impressed about it. Yeah. So actually, we do four gigs of the seven that bikers are doing in the UK yeah. together. So That's great, man. Yeah, actually. So the, after the, the Waterford gig, we have the... We have the EP lunch actually in Cork. That's cool. And when, I when went is you that? there, man. On the 27th, 27th. Of, of September is nice. a Friday. Is 
in poor relation. Yeah, great, and great we, venue. And we play with the Hope is Noise and my new love, big love, they're called Mosmo Strange from Belfast. Oh, right. And I really suggested to listen to that band because they are class. Right. We play together in Belfast on the 15th of June of this year. Um, in the in the Zul warehouse, and it was it was a shock. It was right. a shock. They they have a really they are very Queen of Stonehenge style. Oh, but okay, I was just gonna ask what kind yeah, of style. And, they have. Uh, the yeah, and but the way they're doing the thing is is amazing, really. Right. So and check them out. So they're 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 at the album launch as well. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be at cool. the album launch. I want to I try to help them to play as much as they can around Ireland because yeah. they are they have a huge follow up in Belfast. Yeah. But they kind of bend and say, oh, but we are come from Belfast. Why do you have to go away? Yeah. So, guys because you're cool you have to everybody need to listen to your stuff so and uh, so they were very nice they are coming from Belfast to play yeah. uh, the amount of Belfast bands that are up there at the, like it's just unbelievable the the pool a talent pool up there yeah yeah it's yeah. crazy it's, it's cool it's really good yeah and they're co- and they've no problem traveling down you know they've they're put in the hard miles yeah, yeah. No, they're yeah, they're in a kind of w- weird place in a certain way because they're ireland but they're not ireland they are yeah. uk but they're not uk yeah, so. D- so we we just kind of keep our fingers crossed that that whole brexit thing won't fuck up everything you oh, know let's see i don't think that actually is, is gonna happen in a certain way i really i really i finger crossed that yeah, but i think for we're all on that boat exactly but yeah. Because the way how they're behaving is unreally, yeah. really, my kids are behaving better anyway. So, <laughs> and after the 27th of September, we play in Limerick, in the Dolans. Brilliant. With, yeah. with We Come in Peace and God Alone, our oh, class. lovely God Alone. Lovely and, lads. And by Curious again. So, right. actually. And then we, we, we go to to UK, to the UK, with um, we do uh, Liverpool, Nottingham. Uh, Lincoln and Brighton, right, and uh, and then we there. I mean, we're gonna have in my own town on the seventh of December and the Spazio Duecentundici, the place where I actually grew up, and uh, a gig with Las Vinci and Bikuru is gonna bring my my guys in Italy. But ah, there are, there are other couple of gigs coming. They will still yeah. to be announced. So yeah, and you go all the ways out there. You'll probably need to play another three or four places. Yeah. Minimum, yeah, 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 yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. So look, um, we will just say again, um, the the new EP, The World, and the Kenny, The Devil, The Vegans, and all the Millennials shit is being released on September the 27th. Um, it'll be out in all streaming. Will there be CDs as well? Yeah, they're going to be physical copies cool. to all the gigs in September, okay. even before the release right. on the all, the all the streaming platforms. And and the, the launch is on the... What date? The 27th. The 27th September. as yeah. well. All okay, the, the poor relation. Release all the platform, platforms. We're going to have all these these with us. Okay. And, uh, and nothing. going to have merch and these kind of things. And Brilliant stuff, man. That's a story, man. Alex, thanks a million for coming on. I just wish you nothing but success. Um, as Thank I you said, you're just a fantastic uh, band live to see as well. So be sure to go to that in any of the places he's mentioned. Waterford, Limerick, Cork. And... Um, uh, where is the other place? Waterford, Limerick, Cork, and uh, Dublin, is it? In Dublin. Dublin, yeah. yeah. In Whelan's, isn't it? Yeah. That's a class spot. So that's it. You've been listening to the Metal Cell podcast. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And if you need to get in contact with me at uh, themetalcell at gmail.com. And we're going to leave you with another track from The Last Vinci. And again, thanks, Alex, for coming on. Over and out.